Season 5, Episode 20, April the 20th, 2022. Hi, I'm Lewis Lampley. Welcome to this edition of Journey of Discovery. In this episode, I will begin a two-part exposition on disciple-making, disciple-making. In essence, Jesus told his disciples, as you are going, make disciples. As you are going, make disciples. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 16 to 20, we read these powerful words. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. The New Testament lists several categories of disciples. Listen out for those categories. The Greek noun translated disciples is manthano, means to learn, to understand. In other words, a biblical disciple is a learner, a pupil. However, marthites means more in the New Testament than a mere pupil or learner. It is an adherent who accepts the instruction given to him or her and makes it his or her rule of conduct. So they're not just hearers, they are doers of his instruction. For example, in Matthew chapter 11, verse 2, we read of the the disciples of John, that is, John the Baptist. Now, when John heard in prison about the deeds of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples. Mark chapter 2, verse 18 confirms the same. Now, John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting, and people came and said to him, Why do John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees fast? But your disciples do not fast. We also see a reference to the disciples of the Pharisees in this verse. Even the Pharisees saw themselves as disciples. Keep in mind the categories of disciples. In John chapter 9, for example, verse 28, we read this. And they reviled him, that is, the blind man who had been healed by Jesus, saying, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. Jesus has disciples in the sense that they believed and made his teaching the basis of their conduct. Here is a snapshot of Jesus' disciples. Seeing the multitude, he went up on the mountain, and when he had sat down, his disciples came to him. Matthew chapter 5, verse 1. 
And Jesus rose and followed him, that is a ruler who came to him to heal his servant, follow him with his disciples. Matthew chapter nine, verse 19, immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. Matthew chapter 14, verse 22. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. So therefore, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Luke chapter 14, verse 26 and 27. The New Testament scholar John MacArthur says, the hatred called for here is actually a lesser love, a lesser love, not straight out vicious hate. Jesus was calling his disciples, listen to this, to cultivate such a devotion to him that their attachment to everything else, including their own lives, would seem like hatred in comparison. The Greek scholar Spiros Zodiates wrote, quote, besides the believers, however, there was a smaller select group of 12 apostles who Jesus chose out of the general group of his followers as attested to in the following passages. Matthew chapter 8, verse 21 says, Another of the disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Close quote. Luke chapter 6, verse 13 and 17 add, And when they came, he called his disciples and chose from them twelve, whom he named apostles. And Judas, the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on a level place with the great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon followed him. John chapter 6, verse 6 to say, when many of his disciples heard it, it was a strong teaching he had given. When they heard it, they said, this is a hard saying. How can we listen to it? Uh, who can listen to it? After this, many of his disciples, get this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. Zodiates continued by saying, they were to teach, that is the true disciples, to teach and exercise power in performing miracles in substantiation of his authority transferred to them. Thus the 12 are so designated or so called in Matthew chapter 26 verse 14 and called the 11 after Judas betrayed Jesus. Mark chapter 16 verse 14. 
These were not ordinary disciples, but those who remained with him and followed him. The general designation of Mathetes was given to those who believed on Christ. John chapter 8, verse 31. In other words, they were disciples, but not the disciples. Matthew chapter 10, verse 42 says, Whoever gives one of these little ones even a cup of cold water because he is a disciple, truly, I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. Now here's the takeaway on the doctrine of discipleship. The term, mavete, or mavete, disciples, mean just the followers of Christ, the Messiah. It is critical then to pay close attention to the biblical terms used for the non-disciple. Number one, manthano means to learn, to understand. Number two, mavetes means more in the New Testament than a mere pupil or learner. It means an adherent who accepts the instruction given to him or her and makes it his or her rule of conduct. Number three, the term mavete, disciples, means just the followers of Christ, the Messiah. So when you came to faith in Christ, you became a learner, a pupil. Peter, one of the original disciples, apostles, tells his readers to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. As you grow then, you will be able or enabled to participate in the Great Commission as specified in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 to 20, where Jesus said, As you are going, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And behold, I am with you even to the end of the age. Here's a praise response. Psalm 135, verse 1. It's a great text. Praise the Lord. Praise Yahweh. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of Yahweh. Praise him, O ye servants of the Lord. O ye servants of Yahweh. Listen to the command. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Question, how can a believer be assured that God is with him or her? By obeying the command in the Great Commission, as you are going, make disciples. A few days ago, we did several episodes on evangelism. Evangelism is the start of the journey. It's not the end. 
Discipleship is training the evangelized person how to become an example of the Lord Jesus Christ or be like Christ. So here's the question. Are you a disciple or a pupil or a learner? You can be a disciple. If you're not, find somebody who will spend some time with you helping you to become a disciple growing in grace in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Well, that's it for now. I'm wishing for you an amazing day. So cheer up and be glad in it. Good day.